0: Welcome to the 10-Minute MBA. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. On the 10-Minute MBA, I teach you tools, strategies, tactics, and insights that you can use to start, scale, grow, or 10x your business. Today, I'm going to be teaching you how to effectively outsource what it is and where to go to find freelancers, part-time workers, hourly workers that you can use for a variety of tasks. But first, let's just speak about freelancing, outsourcing. I've used almost, I'm trying to think now, in my in my last company, when i first joined outside of the ceo and the cto and maybe a few maybe a few other individuals in the company i would say about 50% of the company was outsourced and i was able to take that company I was able to grow that company and actually eventually exit that company, and we were acquired. And we did that with about 50% of our team being part-time or freelanced or even full-time, but just outsourced. So whenever you're starting a business, you're launching a project, you're starting a side hustle... Uh, It could be your first product you've ever taken to market. It could be a new project within a well-established company. Hiring a freelancer may be a new experience for you, but it is one of the best ways to bring specialist expertise to your group and to your company, especially if that expertise is not needed long-term, or perhaps you don't even know where to go to look for that expertise. You've never hired somebody like this and you need some help finding talent that is vetted, that you know is is going to work out, or at least there's going to be a better chance of it working out. So this is why I always suggest that you look to freelancing platforms or contract platforms. Basically what these are, freelancers, let's just use the term freelancers. Freelancers are often very flexible, very cost effective, but it can be difficult how to find the right match for your project. So hopefully uh, this will give you a little bit of insight. But first, let's define a few things. So freelancers are self-employed individuals who are hired by clients to provide specific services. You usually on short-term contract basis. Um, The most popular areas for freelance work would be software and web development, writing, copywriting, teaching, tutoring, graphic design, sales and marketing, virtual assistants and administration. These are just some of the things that you can hire a freelancer for. But effectively, you could hire a freelancer for absolutely anything. And when you hire a freelancer, you're going to be saving a little bit of money because you're not going to be paying for employee benefits, tax, pension, and potentially office space, supplies, usually because they already have this set up for themselves. Of course, they're not on your full-time payroll. They're easy to replace if they aren't a right fit. There's a lot of expenses associated with hiring somebody. And if you hire somebody, they're not a good fit. Then it's very expensive to replace them. So freelancers can scale up. And, and if they don't work out, they're not full-time. They offer high quality of work all the time. Um, their rating and their future customers require them to give it their all because there's usually feedback mechanisms uh, that are built into the marketplaces that you can go to to get freelancers. So if they do not deliver or if they over-advertise their skill sets, then there's a good chance that their future potential work may be severely impacted if the person who hires them gives them a negative rating. So you generally, after reviewing the reviews and you review their ratings on some of these platforms that I'll speak about, you generally really have a good idea of what you're getting yourself into. Another thing is that these freelancers usually are global, meaning that they don't have to come to the office so you can access the best person for the job regardless of the physical location. Also, you can scale up and scale down, meaning you only hire them when you need them. You aren't paying people all the time regardless of the amount of work. And also, if, for example, perhaps you do have talent on your team, but there's a very specific or diverse task that you need to have taken care of, and the people that have been working on your team for the past 10 or 15 or 20 years don't have that particular skill set, instead of hiring full time, perhaps you can hire part time and you can hire a freelancer to add that very specific or diverse skill set that your team doesn't have. Now, there's also several cons you have to be aware of when you're hiring a freelancer. So they may not be a available immediately or they may not have the amount of time that you require to commit to the project if they have multiple contracts ongoing they don't have as much knowledge of the company uh, your product your workflow your customers that a long-term employee would have they're definitely not as committed because this is a transactional agreement there's a there's a dollar value attached to their time so they may choose Another client over you if they're offered better terms. They're not working for free, even though, you know, your employees shouldn't be either, but they're not going to put in extra time to get things done. It's really, it's very, very black and white, transactional. And also, it's hard to really build a true rapport with somebody quickly, mostly because you're hiring these people virtually or you're hiring them remote and you don't see them in person. So, of course, this is more normal now and we're getting better at interacting virtually now and building rapport now and hiring virtually now. But still, it's not as good as it could be if it was in person. But I will always say that outsourcing is ideal if you're a small company, if you need a position filled for a short period of time, if you need a a person with a specific skill set or specific experience, you will find some incredible people that like to commit to recurring work with their clients. You can build a professional relationship with a freelancer. You can teach them more about your company over time. And it's actually happened, and this is not so unnormal, that you actually end up hiring that person once they fill the role for a period of time and you start to really mesh and you start to understand how each other works and you realize that person's a good fit, you just hire them full time. So, now that you know what a freelancer is and the benefits and potentially some of the things you should think about if you're going to be hiring a freelancer, you have to know where to go. So, how do you connect with freelancers? And right now the most popular way to hire freelancers is with online platforms. All of the online platforms that I'm about to speak about allow you to post jobs so that freelancers can see and apply for these jobs. You can also browse freelancer profiles and contact any that you might think would be a good fit for the position. There are some platforms that cater to just every single potential job opportunity under, under the sun, but there are also some that cater to more specific kinds of freelancers. For example, Virtual provides virtual assistants, and sites like 99 Designs, Design Hill, Design Contest provide graphic designers. But let me go through some of the larger and more popular freelance platforms that can give you access to a variety of different freelancers, a variety of different skill sets. Many of these platforms that I'm going to speak about also use escrow, meaning that your client, like you, the client, their money is saved on the site when you start contacting the freelancer, start the contract off, and it's only released when the work is completed. This means that you have an extra added layer of security and you don't have to worry about that trust in somebody screwing you over when you're working with unknown clients because you don't have to worry about the freelancer running off with your money and the freelancer doesn't have to worry about whether or not there's a question mark as to whether you're going to pay them at the end of the job. So it works for both parties. So the most popular, one of the most popular, one that I use personally quite often is Upwork. It is a brand name in freelancing platforms. It has about 1.5 million users and it includes every single job type that a you could possibly f- look for that a freelancer could be used for. Freelancers are verified by Upwork administration and they're reviewed by every client after completing every single job so you can re- read the reviews before hiring them. When you post a job on Upwork, you can post how much you're willing to pay, the expected amount of the job, the expected time the job will take, the level of experience that you would like the freelancer that you could potentially hire to have, and the money that you pay is put into escrow when the contract begins and is released to the freelancer once you confirm the work is complete and once the freelancer confirms the work is complete. This ensures that both you, the client, and the freelancer are protected. Another site is people per hour. People per hour is mostly aimed at web projects, but Anything can technically be advertised. This means there are some marketing and software developer freelancers on this site, but you will also be able to fill a writing or a graphic design position. Freelancers must pay to use people per hour once they have sent 15 proposals to, uh, to clients, which means that there are fewer users on the platform, but the ones that are on are serious about using the platform because they're actually paying to be there. Guru is another platform. It's a company that has grown immensely In the past 10 years. I think there's more than 1 million jobs completed on the platform. Guru's freelancers can upload a portfolio of their work for potential clients so that you can examine the portfolio before hiring them. Freelancers can see how much a client has spent through the site before working with them to see if they are viable and how much they can expect to earn. Guru is very, very similar to Upwork in its its, uh, inclusion of portfolios and client reviews. And then the last, uh, the last site that I've used personally is Toptal. Toptal does not cater to all freelance areas. It focuses on web developers, designers, and finance experts. Toptal is exclusive when it comes to freelancers. The site only employs and basically people who have passed a very extensive screening process. They want to have a higher level of freelancer. It boasts that it only accepts three percent of the freelancers that apply to the site, which means that you could expect to pay a little bit more, but. You may get a little bit more quality. And the last site that I have not personally used, but I did a little bit of research for it, is actually called Freelancer. So Freelancer allows freelancers to browse and apply for jobs according to their skill level. Uh, There are also hourly and long-term contracts, similar to what you can do on Upwork or or Toptal or Guru. Uh, Freelancer offers contests where a client posts a job with a money prize and the freelancers bid on the project with their submissions. This style means that the freelancer must put in a little bit more work for jobs that they may not get, but it also allows potential employee, excuse me, to see exactly what they're paying for. So after you've decided, there's a few sites that I just mentioned, after you've decided which site to use, take some time to browse other jobs before posting your own. So what job details are clients mentioning up front? Are they offering hour hourly or flat rates? Uh, it can also be useful to browse freelancers profiles to see what you can expect from other people who apply for your position. So freelance profiles will also give you a good idea of how much is considered a reasonable rate of pay. If you aren't sure exactly how long a project will take, at least give an estimate. Um, Freelancers will be organizing other jobs to begin working with you and they'll be organizing other jobs to begin after working with you. So it's unfair to expect them to act as though they only work for you. And just keep that in mind when you're thinking about why you're using a freelancer. It shouldn't just be to find somebody who you can get rid of at any point. The goal should be to set up a fair and proper project. You can scale up as needed, but set the expectations up front so that you, again, like any person you're ever working with, you have good communication, you're transparent, you're honest, and you build that good working relationship from the get-go. Anyways, these are some of the benefits and places to find freelancers, just to get your mind thinking about how you can really scale a new, project, a new business, a side hustle, I would highly recommend that if you are building something and you have not used freelancers yet for some portion of your project, you start to look into using freelancers because it can be a very cost-effective, resource-effective, and time-effective way to scale your business. Anyways, I hope that helps. If you have any business questions at all, don't worry. I got you. This has been another 10-minute MBA. That's it for tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. That's it for tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. That's it for...